Hi everyone. Welcome to the second podcast from Sport Radio AS. This is Keerthi, content editor and host for today. Just to introduce ourselves, we're a sport content blog on Twitter at Sport Radio AS1 that specializes in posting anything sport related at random. Today we have for you respected veteran sports journalist Vijay Lokpalli, most famously connected with the sports star, who's also a wonderful podcast guest and a to-go source for mostly everything sport. We also have the Atom Big Cricket podcast, impeccably fronted by a young Chirunandan Srinath, who will add refreshing perspective to our discussion today. Our topic for today is the most recent England versus India test match including all the relevant drama that transpired during and after the game. So let's go shall we start recording. So uh, good evening to you sir Vijay Lokapalli sir and Atom Big Cricket podcast. It's really nice to have you on the show finally after reading your stuff for so many years I finally get to talk with you. So just an introduction I uh, started something called Sport Radio AS it's just me uh, reliving my memories from the 90s the year we grew up with sport etc and uh, I find it very very interesting that uh, there were many other people to discuss sport also on Twitter I I used to always think why would anyone remember how much uh, so somebody scored in a fifth one day in 97 there are a lot of people who remember that so it's it's been a good thing and uh, my guests today are uh, srinath hira he runs the atom brick cricket podcast that uh, uh, does a good podcast with a lot of cricketers and it's a lot of fun stuff and vijay sir obviously everyone knows so um, today's topic sir just one topic india versus england the recent series uh, i'd like vijay sir to give his opinion and srinath also you give your opinion as a younger as the younger generation you know then i am somewhere in the middle so we'll try and see where we all are you know so that that's that's exactly uh, the topic is the current series you know the score we won 2-1 if you'd call it a win Uh, we made a comeback after getting uh, beaten very badly in the third test and after all the euphoria the test series got cancelled suddenly yesterday so there are a lot of things happening uh, let's divide this into two parts uh, part 1 let's just talk about the cricket match and uh, what did you think sir uh, vijay sir after after being beaten so badly in the third test what is it with this team that it makes it keep you know it keeps bouncing back what do you think the reason is well uh, thank you kirti for having me here on the show with our young friend chiru i called him chiru okay and uh, yeah it's is it's a wonderful uh, venture that he started and he got in touch with me and i'm very happy to connect with him to associate with him in on his show and now with you of course uh well see the lot of things that happened in the series we discovered cheteshwar pujara as a batsman because there was a lot of flack uh, very unfortunate as far as pujara was concerned and then there were doubts about rohit sharma that whether he will be if if he is good overseas and then there was talk about about bowling attack uh, which they have silenced everyone with their fantastic performance and then of course i mean the comeback after the defeat in the third test uh, i would attribute it to a fantastic collective effort no doubt uh, you have to remember that uh, almost i think everyone contributed um, yes. and the fact that they believe it's always it's a very cliched thing that you believe in yourself but when you believe in yourself you also have to deliver um, you can always plan but you have to work to execute those plans yes. and in this case uh, they have done it beautifully please remember they have been in a in a bio bubble for so long uh, one tournament after another one series after another and it is not uh, it is very very difficult to maintain the mental health uh, of course your physical challenges are there uh, so in short if you ask me mm, the comeback 
was based on the fact that they believe that they are the best. And once you start believing you are the best, uh, you can overcome all challenges as they overcame uh, uh, in, in the series. Good to hear, sir. Uh, what did you think, uh, Srinath? You're the younger generation. So what did you think about this win? Uh, were you excited? Were you excited by this win? Yeah, purely excited because from 2014, that's when mm -hmm. I started watching cricket. Mm -hmm. Basically 2013, but India have lost 2014 series and then the 28 series, 2018 series. So it, it was good that we were leading in this series. So remember this series, it's still not that we have won. Uh, the ECB chief yes, said, uh, said clearly that uh, it's not because of COVID, because of, but it, it's because of COVID fears. Mm -hmm. And that uh, a lot of uh, UK media blaming the IPL. Uh, but uh, the ECB chief has clearly spoken that uh, it's not because of the IPL. There's nothing to do with the IPL. But you can blame some some of the players who have just gone into the uh, IPL bubble. I don't know if it's uh, right to blame, but I, I feel Test match is uh, more important than the, uh, the uh, than IPL. But but if it's but according to whatever the ECB chief has given it, it doesn't mean that IPL has been a priority. But if it is, then it's uh, not good at all. Uh, then the series win, I do not know if it's 2-1. But if it's if India has forfeited, that's what they call it, 2-2. So we do not know if there's going to be a re rescheduling of uh, the fifth match. I've just read, read the article a few minutes back and I've... Uh, you know, known that uh, it could be rescheduled next year or the ICC needs to speak in. Very good, very good. I think the nicest thing I've heard from a young fan is that test cricket is more important than the IPL. And that is exactly what, that is exactly what we need for the game to survive because the world is changing now. People go to work. People are not uh, available to watch cricket for a long time. So, the IPL uh, helps that, you know, for three hours. But test cricket is too valuable to lose. And it's it's good to know that young fans like you really, really appreciate the value of test cricket. Now, uh, going to the win, sir, Vijay, sir, you said teamwork. You said the team came together. They were resilient. They made a comeback. All, all, that, is, all that is a taken. But don't you think this team is playing a kind of get out of jail kind of brand of cricket because the middle order failing, somebody having to come and rescue the situation, then, you know, some somehow clawing their way back into the game. Uh, why do you think there is a lack of consistency in the win? Like, it's more bits and pieces than an actual dominating team. Do you think, do you think this team is on the path to, let's say, Australian domination of the 90s, you know? Well, the Australian domination of the 90s, uh, uh, it would be improper to connect uh, or to kind of uh, uh, compare because mm -hmm. the Australian team of 90s was absolutely um, unbeatable, awesome. You look at the talent they had in every mm -hmm. uh, at every slot. Yes. Uh, there was not one player, you can say, okay, that he did not belong to that platform. He, that team was amazing. It was a cycle. They got uh, some fabulous uh, batsmen and bowlers, but uh, you are right about this team. It is like a jailbreak every time for them. You know, mm -hmm. they get uh, pushed into a corner and then they come back. But that is a good sign because they are not surrendering. There yes. is no harm. Uh, you may get into a corner, but please uh, remember that uh, every time they were pushed into a corner, you had to accept that England was the better team on that particular day, that particular session. Mm -hmm. And of course, the test match, you look at how uh, they won the test match by an innings, right? After having lost uh, a preceding test match. So, and then uh, for India, uh, of course, I mean, like I said, uh, they have been planning. They are still in the process of trying to uh, get, it's a transition period. Now they have come to understand that more than spinners, your fast bowlers are going to deliver. So that is now the patent as far as Virat Kohli and Ravi Shastri both are concerned. They have more faith in your fast bowlers than spinners. Yes. So now I will give credit to England every time India was in a corner. Uh, but hats off to the way Pujara fought back, uh, yes. to the way Rohit Sharma batted. 
and and the bowlers have bowled in in different spells. They were absolutely stunning. I mean, you look at um, when Umesh Yadav got an opportunity, Kirti, how he bowled, how he grabbed yes. the opportunity after having yes. been sitting on the bench for so long. It is. Uh, uh, if you have played cricket, you will understand it is not easy to just come and not adapt. Not easy, sir. <laughs> and, yeah. And then look at how Boomra has bowled. I mean, everyone mm-hmm. was suspect, kind of mm, running him down after the WTC final mm-hmm. that he's, he, he doesn't look to be a test bowler. But the same bowler, he finished off in such a glory. And unfortunately, the last test match uh, had to be called off. And what we gather, Chiru, here is that uh, there is no... Uh, it is not forfeiting. It couldn't have been a forfeit uh, for match. It will be played later. The series mm-hmm. is just standing at 2-1. And whenever the window is opened uh, next year, they will play the test match. And then uh, that will be considered as part of this series. So, uh, as of now, India continues to lead 2-1, uh, which is a good thought for Virat Kohli. And of course, <laughs> Kirti Ravi Shastri, because after all the hard work, Mm-hmm. He doesn't get to now spend a last day of a test match as a coach in the dressing room yeah, because that's, that's he, a, uh, he was isolated. And now this book launch controversy has put him in a tight yes. spot. Yes, so, yes. Uh, that in any case, he would have missed the last match, Kirti. He was in isolation. So, uh, that was not the kind of farewell Shastri would have expected. Correct, sir. The next question, sir, is related to you and it's two-pronged. One for you and one for Chirunandan because I love the fact that he's 15 years old and I like to talk to these youngsters because I just go back to us when we were 15. It was 94. TV had just entered India. We were just, for us, I feel we were on the cusp, sir. The first half of the 90s was all books. The second half of the 90s was all TV and then it's been internet from then. So, you know, we were kind of in the middle. So I have this question. I I feel that a lot of the Australian domination of the 90s was a result of their immense bench strength, which they had from the Sheffield team. They were hungry players who performed 7,000 runs in Sheffield, 18 centuries, but never got a chance. Brad, Hodge, etc. You know, and that kind of kept them going and kept them, you know, they had that attitude when, let's say you were ahead by 120 runs. There was no this side or that side. It's just put the foot on your neck and kill the game off, you know. So, two questions. Where is India in this with regards to test cricket? Do we have a pool? Because I have seen a lot of worried voices on Twitter. Everyone's like, bowling attacks, amazing. Spin is there. Varun Chakravarti, this, that. Where are the batsmen for the middle order? Where's that backup? And that's the second part of the question to Chirunandan. Like, are there any youngsters he thinks are in the line? But you go first. Yeah. Uh, Keith, if you remember, mm-hmm. somebody like Michael Hussey, when yes. did he get his opportunity to I think play? age 29 or something like that. Huh. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. and how many runs he had scored? In, in domestic cricket by then. A lot. So, a lot. yeah. So, he really had to wait. But when he arrived, he took charge. He was yes. finishing off games. And uh, uh, the same applied to uh, uh, most of the Australians who came in the 90s. Uh, uh, batsmen and the bowlers also. You're absolutely right. When they arrived, they were hungry. And uh, and the fact that they were being led by uh, different captains. Captain like someone like Mark Taylor earlier. And then, of course, Steve Waugh. Uh, the, the captains were also performing captains they expected and they were very mm, hard taskmasters. Uh, uh, please remember, Australians will not uh, hide uh, a player uh, just because on his reputation. If he doesn't perform, he will go. Uh, and we have seen uh, Mark, you know, Blewett, Greg Blewett, uh, how he was uh, such a wonderful batsman. Yes, but yes. They, they, pushed, they sent him back to the academy because they found him a suspect against a short ball. Right. But then he was lost. So fair enough. They thought he was, if he could not play the fastball, there was no place for him in international cricket. But uh, you're talking of today, mm-hmm. uh, you will have to uh, accept one thing that this mm-hmm. generation of cricketers, they are being, they have grown up watching more of white ball cricket, as they call mm-hmm. it, whether mm-hmm. it is ODI or whether it's T20. 
and uh, you have role models in front of you. You won the 2007 World Cup, that was white ball cricket. You won the 2011 World Cup, that was again white ball cricket. And WTC, you you went to the finals but lost to a better team. That day in that match, definitely New Zealand was a much better team. So there are players, there are replacements. If you if you talk to the selectors at any point, they have a list of 35 to 40 players okay. who can come into the test team, right? Okay. Because they remember. Uh, last year there was no domestic cricket. This year it will start in January, so they, that is when they will they will get to test the skills of a batsman if he can last, uh, uh, say, a day and then make runs uh, by accumulating runs, uh, not mm-hmm. like going out and just slamming the ball. So there is a big difference uh, as far as the mental setup t- uh, tuning of a batsman is concerned. Kirti, you can't. It is one thing to just go and slam the ball in T20 because you know if you get out, nobody is going to scold you. Yes. For your, or reprimand you for a bad shot, for attempting to play a shot. But in test matches, when you play the same shot, uh, you get reprimanded because uh, they want you to, they expect you to stay at the pitch, you know, and then make runs, gather runs, play according to the situation. So all these facts are there. But uh, let me assure you that um, uh, Indian cricket is in a very uh, stable health. There are any number of youngsters coming up. Uh, if you see the list, uh, whether batsmen or bowlers, and when you have a reserve keeper like Ishan Kishan, yes. you can understand the where Sanju Samson is sitting. Now, Bharat uh, from Andhra, he has not even got an opportunity. Uh, yes. Saha is lost now, almost, mm-hmm. if we can say that. Uh, so, you look at the talent available, whether uh, for opening slots, for middle order slots, and the bowler slot. The only my worry is that we are not getting all-rounders. That is the only, only mm, position where you have struggled. Uh, there is not a genuine all-rounder. That is uh, that has been the bane of Indian cricket, that finding yeah. an all-rounder. They've always yes. struggled, you know, to find an all-rounder. Absolutely. Yeah, that's the only weak spot, uh, Kirti. But otherwise, uh, you have a very healthy uh, bench strength. Very, very good to hear, sir. That means because ben, only bench strength like this can help a team dominate for the next 10 years. Let's say 5-10 years. You know, you have replacements coming in. You know that if somebody is not at the office, there'll be somebody else who will come and do the job in the office. So, that's a really good uh, thing to hear, sir. Uh, Second, the question, the second part of the question to Srinath. So, Srinath, there are some replacements for test cricket. Like, for example, some of the names that come to mind, Shubman Gill, Shreyas Iyer, they're really, really gun bats. Okay, they're really good. What is your, uh, who do you think is there? In uh, in uh, the youngsters, who do you feel that uh, you know who can make it to the test team next? So already Shubman Gill has made it in. Shreyasair uh, is yet to make uh, into the test side, but I believe Shubman Gill will do much better than what Shreyasair can do uh, mm-hmm. in test cricket because I went watched a lot of first class cricket because we always are in in a hostel surrounding system where we we are not given the opportunity to watch matches. Uh, when international matches go on, they just switch on the TV for a while and then we see it. So I do mm-hmm. not know what type of a cricketer, uh, test cricketer Shreya Sayer is, but I believe Shubman Gill has the ability because we have, I have seen personally India A games, uh, the tests they have played uh, when Shubman Gill scored 200 mm-hmm. and then uh, of course, the Gaba 90 something, 90 odd runs he had scored yes. on the final day. Mm-hmm. So, I believe Shubman Gill uh, will make it. Uh, will make a big uh, if he get if he gets an opportunity again because already KL Rahul is in in the wings and is performing well. So, so there might be a doubt, but definitely uh, Shubman Gill is an youngster, uh, younger than KL Rahul. So he could be in the squad, but. Most of the time, I believe he'll be in, uh, sitting on the bench, sitting on the bench. So, uh, it'll be tough for him to make in. But once he plays well or if he gets an opportunity to play in India A, and then he scores big, uh, a big amount of runs or even if he plays the white ball, uh, if he gets an opportunity, first of all, and then score runs and maybe get into the red, uh, uh, test team again. So, we do not know how, how how is it going to be, How what are the selectors thinking of. But I believe Shubman Gill will have a bigger impact than Shreya Sayer. But at the same time, I'm thinking of Prithvi Shaw. 
I believe Prithvi Shaw will be a better uh, test mm-hmm. opener than anyone, any one of, uh, you know, Shubman Gill or anyone. So I think Prithvi Shaw is, is definitely a player that I believe will be good. Good, good. This is a very important question in the context of things because if you look at the ages of everyone playing, Rohit Sharma is 34, Kohli is 33, uh, Pujara is 34, stuff like that. So, one generation is going to end soon in another one or two years. So, we need capable players to fill that. And it was really nice for Vijay sir to say that we have a list of 35 players, etc. Stuff like that. I think that has to do with, I think we were reading an article on the NCA, uh, the National Cricket Academy, how it, uh, you know, shortens a pool of players or something like that. They create a pool for the Indian team. It's It's really, really good to hear that Indian cricket's in good hands for the next five to ten years, especially in test cricket, you know. Now, coming to the... Yes, sir. Katie, Katie, just interrupting you. Mm -hmm. I want to add one name. I don't know how my dear friend Chiru has forgotten. Devdar Padikal. Oh, sir. He is good. He is is one uh, batsman who's been rated very high by all the selectors. Mm -hmm. And remember, this selection committee is made up of all bowlers mm-hmm. and if they're praising a batsman <laughs> he'll have to accept that yes they have seen something special uh in particular to kind of uh, believe that he is going to play long for india i mean at some mm-hmm. point he will get his opportunity gil yes i rate gil very very high mm-hmm. uh, he has uh, look at his uh, uh, reach look look at the range of shots he has and the fact that he opens the inning so that gives him a more uh, a bigger opportunity to bat long uh, and of course, Prithvi Shaw, uh, uh, like Chiru mentioned, he is, uh, you can't, he is, he is the batsman to be watched. But for me, uh, I'll put all my money on particle. I did that, sir. I did that. I actually didn't know who this boy was. I was watching, I rarely watch IPL. I kind of catch it sometimes when I it's going on on TV. I saw an innings of his, some 60 plus against, I don't know when. Even the fastest bowlers, it looked like he had all the time in the world to play any stroke, leg side, offside. It was it was a really an eye opener. So I think that's a good, uh, very good uh, point, sir. Coming the next big thing, we've always known. Everyone has known Rohit Sharma has the talent. Everyone knows that he's an amazing player. He has class. Everything. But there was that mental switch that was missing with test cricket. Just just to switch it on and just stay there and just score the runs after a tough, you know, first 50 balls. What changed, sir? Because he has shown remarkable levels of application in this series. I watched him over the years. The way he left stuff, he played one or two stupid strokes, but he was he was in control. What what changed sir? suddenly after ten years? You know, two thousand and seven, he made his one day debut in Australia. I think he scored in a chase with Sachin Tendulkar. But what has happened? Thirteen years passed, and was it the environment? Was it his mental thing? What was it? What what do you think? Kiti, at what position did he uh, make his debut? Test debut, if you remember. I think number six or something against, uh, I don't remember. As an opener. He made it as an opener. Oh. Against the West Indies, if you check, right? When he got a hundred on debut. Okay. uh, Was that in the middle order or debut or or, uh, opening? Can you, can you remember? Yeah, I don't remember, sir. I can quickly. Yeah. (laughs) If you can just keep, put this on hold for a half a minute, if you can just quickly check. Because suddenly I got confused because I covered that test match against the West Indies in Kolkata. Uh, that was 2013. I remember, I remember him maybe batting in the lower order, but okay. Not able to try to remember where he batted. Did just check. Uh, One sec, sir. I'm just looking. Hundred at Kolkata, then another hundred in Mumbai in the Sachin farewell, uh, farewell, Sachin's farewell test match. One second, I got it, sir. I'm just this browser is taking a little time. 
डेब्यू वर्सेस वेस्ट इंडीज यस 2013 हां ही बैटेड ही बैटेड अ 1,2,3,4,5,6 in that match. Hmm. Right. So middle order. Yeah, middle order. 177. Right. Okay. Hmm. So what I'm trying to say is hmm. that he he was basically uh, Rohit was basically cut out to be an opener. Okay. Fine. And uh, uh, he made his debut in the middle order. Then he was shunted to open the innings. And here, if you ask me, the turning point of the series or Uh, what really uh, propelled uh, uh, rohit to do his best was the fact they trusted him as an opener uh, which is what happened which has kind of uh, put the faith uh, back in this batsman he has he it is something uh, about his self confidence mm-hmm. uh, and he was back to batting at the slot which he loves he opens in one day as and uh, if his technique is good make good enough to make runs in one day it is good enough to again make runs in test matches and it sure. was it was said that oh he is a compulsive stroke player nothing wrong in that if he is a compulsive stroke player but look at the time he has to play his shots one, yes yes you will not find him in a hurried kind of a stance uh, against any bowler and in this series uh, kirti he has looked outstanding outstanding uh, he was, the choice the choice of playing the ball is the key in a in a in a longer version of the game how he was leaving the ball mm-hmm. how he was picking right deliveries to hit uh, how he was comfortable against the spinners i mean he can kill the spinners uh, <laughs> it was uh, it was said that he is um, i mean he throws away his wicket that was about the way he was playing playing the pull shot and getting out but he made it very clear that uh, it was his scoring shot so why would he discard his scoring shot he was prepared to uh, play the shot and get out never mind but coming back to open the innings the responsibility of giving the innings a direction uh, kind of mm, uh, brought the best out of rohit because he has been uh, a pillar in the series if you ask me uh, yes sir the way he scored runs and of course like we discussed pujara but rohit's transformation has mm-hmm. been fantastic and uh, we can expect now uh, to to we can expect rohit to last at least another couple of years uh, yes. as an opener and in and in the process guide uh, his partners because they learn so much he, he makes batting so look so easy it, 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 i mean it makes it uh, you and i can go in back i mean looking <laughs> at him he makes it so easy so i think coming back to the uh, your question it is his elevation as opener uh, is what has transformed his career given a boost to his um, image as a test batsman so the faith in his opening abilities has played a big role in him uh, transforming like this in this very yeah. nice to hear what did you think srinath rohit finally clicked in test cricket Everyone was happy. Twitter had about two hundred tweets every one minute about Rohit Sharma. So, what what did you think about Rohit Sharma? So, uh, even before Rohit Sharma come in uh, in this England tour, so right before the WTC final, I believe that uh, so there were some discussions where uh, even I was involved, where I was talking that uh, Rohit Sharma, I'm I'm in a doubtful state, but. i remember we were in a twitter space uh, along with vijay sir and vijay sir uh, clearly said something that i remember and uh, after that the view of me on rohit sharma changed because he has been uh, the author the co-author of uh, the hitman story so he will know much better than us mm-hmm. uh, about rohit sharma what kind of uh, player he is so from then on i i started believing on rohit sharma's ability in test cricket so and of course after the first test uh, when he scored uh, 50 runs 50 runs uh, in the first test uh, was england uh, i sort of believe that he should score a century in this five test matches uh, now four but uh, this five test matches uh, i had uh, the belief that he would and he scored it so pretty good i would say i was amazed at that i was very happy nice. very very nice very nice because we've been waiting for him to do well for a really long time 
and uh, i don't know if you know he's half andhra he's half andhra apparently his dad is from visakhapatnam and his mom is from bombay or something like that i i don't know what the exact thing is now um, the batting we've spoken there's a big middle order hole i think a lot has been spoken about the struggles but i feel it was just a coincidence that three batsmen were out of form at the same time is just a coincidence bad luck or whatever and uh, the batting seems to be okay it'll sort itself out once you know they get into form and all but i'm coming to a next question uh, i'll go for vijay sir here there is big debate on this pace attack we have uh, this it's like the best pace attack for a long time we have bumrah um, this uh, umesh yadav all these guys but there has been a debate on twitter now i'll tell you where i'm coming from in the 90s we grew up with srinath and venkatesh prasad that was that was us we used to watch them every every match they would hit a batsman on the head and then go and shake hands with him saying are you okay all right that's one way of playing the game which a lot of people like you know be a gentleman on the field and you act like that but what happened with this virat kohli led team is the aggression of the captain all that stuff has come into the bowling side and you know the bowlers have become a little aggressive they they may be going over the top but that's debatable uh, what do you think sir do they because there are critics if we are nice uh, india is too nice we don't uh, show any attitude if we show attitude how dare they show attitude why are they doing this so what what is what is the right way sir if there is a way you know i think uh, you have said it from srinath and venkatesh prasad i remember once srinath um, hit a batsman who was um, was hit very badly and there was blood all over his face and it was srinath who felt groggy <laughs> seeing the blood because he was not that kind of a man who will hurt us yes. uh, yes. uh, yeah and if you remember there was a batsman called bhopinder junior so who came out to bat against srinath in a in a one day game mm-hmm. it was uh, i think uh, uh, local or uh, domestic uh, one day tournament mm-hmm. uh, challenger series i think it used to be called yeah okay and very he came out without a helmet so srinath got very angry just because that you know it's kind of it was he was trying to give a message that he was not worried about the fast bowling so he bowled him a bouncer mm-hmm. and that bouncer hit him hit the batsman bhupinder junior and his career was over he never could uh, get the confidence to come and bat again and he just faded away so what i'm trying to tell you is that we had two wonderful bowlers in venkatesh prasad and srinath before mm-hmm. that we had kapil dev uh, karsan ghavri began he began with karsan ghavri they were a very effective fast bowling pair right mm-hmm. arm and left uh, right arm and left arm and then we had manoj prabhakar a very skillful mm-hmm. bowler very you don't necessarily have to be uh, to be hitting the batsman's helmet uh, kirti yes. uh, prabhakar was also very aggressive he would come and look the batsman in his eye and 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 let out uh, uh, he was very aggressive in his own way mm-hmm. uh, so then you had zahir khan as a as a role model and now today uh, if you see uh thanks to national cricket academy uh, mm-hmm. they have concentrated on this aspect of uh, uh cricket where you have to have fast bowlers and they, it was very surprising that we would get only medium pacers you know paras mamre or yeah devasis mahanti abi kurovla was a little was a fast tino yohanesh tino tino yohanan yes tino yohanan and dota ganesh was also very good so but the fast bowlers fast bowling element was missing the aggression what you call aggression is yes, that was, that was it, now it has come at the right time that you have a 10 to 12 bowlers who can at any point play test cricket any point they can bowl in a test match so that has come from the uh, national cricket academy coaching system mm-hmm. plus the fact that every team now in india is having three fast bowlers in their bowling unit at least mm-hmm. Okay. They take they take the field with three fast bowlers. You you take any domestic cricket match in the last to to uh, quickly to, to quickly interrupt you, sir. Even no. an unknown team like Kerala, they yeah. have three four really fast bowlers in their arsenal. 
Uh, one of yes. them, Tamil Nadu or something. I don't remember his name, but that's that yeah. culture that's spreading now. You know, absolutely. So it is a good sign that you are get you are, you have got a good uh, a battery of fast bowlers. And if you see Siraj, um, uh, Mumbai Siraj, there was a. After he played a season, they realized that he's good with potential. And the next season, he played only one game, and he was training at the NCA all through the season. Okay. So that's where he was. Yeah, he was developed as a fast bowler with the right credentials. He was taught the uh, final points of uh, his bowling and the importance of fitness. Uh, because you have to be fit if you have to play so many games. So Siraj, to me, I think is a very good example of how. the nca has uh, given uh, spotted and given a fast bowler and also the fact that every uh, there are so many scouts who go and watch the games selectors are now watching going and every going and watching uh, it's a very important point kirthi that if you are a selector from the south mm-hmm. you will not match you will not watch any grey game of your zone oh you will go and watch matches okay. involving teams other than the south zone teams so okay. So, so yeah. Bias, so when you so talk, bias isn't prevent, present. Yeah, there is no bias. Yeah, there is okay. no bias. Okay, okay. All these things are good, and these have all kind of contributed to India having uh, such a fabulous, I should say, uh, battery of fast bowlers. And no doubt, uh, this has to be the best fast bowling unit we have heard for a long, long time. That's that's really nice. In fact, Siraj is from Banjara Hills, sir, which is about two kilometers from where I live. So. Okay, <laughs> I can pull. Yeah, yeah, it's really very close by. Uh, yeah. that, that's really nice to see that we finally have some fast bowlers that can do some damage, literally wickets. And the attitude will obviously get there, but I, I don't know, sir. I I feel that you know I grew up in the nineties where you know we used to see everyone else just beat us up, you know, with hmm. bad language, whatever it may be. Okay, so this is kind of like when Siraj goes and tells somebody, and it's not necessarily that he's being personal. Okay, they don't get personal stuff like, "Can you see the ball now? You better not bat today," or something like that. That's fine, you know. But it's good to see that fire in a bowler. You know, it feels because I remember a great some Australian guy saying that without meanness, a fast bowler is nothing. I don't buy that, but. it's good to see the fires a little in the in the players of these days so uh, next question for uh, srinath srinath what do you think of virat kohli the captain he has he has split he has split india into two one half believes that virat kohli should behave himself on the field i i just want to say the other half says that he's a good aggressive captain so where does the younger generation where does the younger generation stand do you like the way he captains the side do you like the way he you know he shows that aggression but before i finish the question i think one of virat's most the strongest points is like dhoni he backs a player to the hilt he just says that i'll go with this i'll go with this so what do you what do you think about virat kohli the captain so first uh, when we talk about virat kohli we have to talk about is aggression on the field or whatever it is mm-hmm. um so i would just like to tell about uh, michael wogan what he has said that mm-hmm. cricket is something that is entertaining people the primary cause there might be many but uh, it's for entertainment and virat kohli is none uh, is not less than entertainment when he shows aggression it's it's kind of people and fans enjoy it not all fans remember Mm-hmm. and even if fans enjoy it there are some people who just go and criticize them on social media uh, so personally i am a person who also shows aggressive uh, aggressiveness on the field when i play cricket or any sport for that matter so i love i love uh, giving back to the players that i you know if i take a wicket primarily i'm a bowler so i would do that uh, i would do annoying celebrations uh, to the batsmen so i believe that aggression is some manner where you can relieve your uh, your frustration and all this kind of things but uh, you you have said that uh, half team believes that virat kohli should be aggressive but half, and the other half uh, believes that he shouldn't 
but there has been an instance where KL Rahul has come in a post uh, post match conference where he has said that uh, when you go on, uh, you know when you go after one person in the eleven, the eleven will go after you, something like that. Yeah. So it's kind of uh, to tell you that uh, not all. Uh, I mean, most of our, most of the eleven is. Uh, wants aggressiveness, beat for Siraj. You see his uh, celebration. So some people agree, some people disagree. But for me, I I, I would love uh, Virat Kohli uh, to be what he is. So, and the other thing that you have asked is backing players. And now, um, he, I mean, Virat Kohli has understood what backing up means because MS Dhoni has done it uh, is done to him in 2014 when he has. Yes. Averaged of 34 and yes. you know, all those just mm-hmm. five match series. So he clearly knows how important it is and he clearly knows how difficult it is and maybe showing uh, mental strength he would give uh, to their teammates and backing up. But I believe backing up is good, but not uh, too much. Excessive would cause uh, damage because, uh, for example, if you uh, take Hardik Pandya, now, I'm a staunch believer that Ardik Pandya is no way to be in the 11 in the T20 World Cup because mm-hmm. now, uh, you know, his back is injured and you do not know of his capability to bowl. And uh, even his batting, he's, he's just very strong against spin and when pace comes on, he's, he's not some person who can hit success at will. Mm-hmm. Yes, he was a Hardik Pandya. I'm not talking about Hardik Pandya two years or three years ago, but if you see the recently concluded uh, Sri Lanka series or before that home series with England, I mm-hmm. believe Hardik Pandya. We are not we are not seeing the same Hardik Pandya that we saw two or three years back. Uh, so backing up is good, but not, uh, too much excessive is not good. That's what I believe. But now. Uh, there, there are a lot of uh, people who might be against me. Uh, Hardik Pandya finds a total spot in the eleven, but I believe no Hardik Pandya. Okay. I am against you. I am against you, first man. Yes, <laughs> 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 but he has a point, sir. Poor thing. After this yeah, yeah. injury, he's. I know. I know. I know. I respect. I respect his point. Yeah. Okay. The last. The last question. Ray the cricket. Uh, I, I just, it just, he just brings a big smile to everyone's face, including my face. Who is this Shardul Thakur, sir? What is this find? Who is the, it's, it's like a throwback to the 80s, not too glamorous, just determined, tough cricketers. Where, where did we find uh, 11 cricketers like this will be more than two glamorous cricketers, I tell you. You know, what Shardul brings to the team, his determination. What, how did he suddenly just come up like this, sir? What What's the secret behind this? Uh, Kiti, one, before I go into describing Shardul Thakur, I think Virat Kohli's aggression is often misunderstood okay. for the simple reason that mm-hmm. uh, he, every time if something happens, they show him on the television. So, <laughs> oh, yes. Every, yes. Yeah, every act of his is scrutinized needlessly. Uh, he should be allowed to be what he is as long as long as he is not crossing the line, which mm-hmm. he doesn't. And he's known to respect the opposition. There is no doubt Correct. about that. Look at how Correct. he has gone and praised uh, players from the opposition team. So, uh, like Chiru, I have no no. Uh, I, I I mean, I will back Virat uh, for his aggression and and for the fact that he is he cares for the game. He, yes, he, he may be playing a lot of white ball cricket, but he always speaks and wants youngsters to understand that test cricket is the cricket. And he yes, never sir. misses an opportunity so to, to do that. So that was about Virat. That is, that is, a, very good, that is a very good point uh, about the media focusing on him, sir. Because yeah. many, many old timers have told me that when India used to travel to Australia in the 70s, the whole country was against them. The media, the food, everything was tough. You know, they didn't get a chance. Every action. So I feel this is on the same lines. You know, and credit, oh, yes, oh, yes. credit to him that he's managed to keep his focus. This is real. Yeah, yeah, and he has stood up, and he has stood up for Indian cricket. 
and he has earned respect with his performances so it is not that he has gone and you know bought the performances he has earned it hard hard way that is one and uh, uh, shardul is a very lovable character oh, nice. if you see he comes from palghar Pal- palghar outside oh, northern is, central uh, railways north line i think that is right yes 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 so if you are coming to delhi from palghar uh, from mm-hmm. mumbai mm-hmm. you cross palghar so yes, yes. Uh, uh, and also it is a small little place which has not developed so has shardul thakur to have to traveling from palghar to mumbai to play uh, for his practice and to play his matches uh, in those trains overcrowded trains they were, once i was told that he missed palghar and reached some other station so he had to come back <laughs> it was yeah so it tough, was a tough. very hard life and he has come up the hard way and he has his coach Dinesh Lard mm-hmm. is the same coach who looked after Rohit Sharma. Oh, so, is he Siddesh yeah. Lard's father? Yeah, Siddesh Lard's father. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Yes. So he was quick in spotting this boy's talent. So he's groomed uh, opening batsman, a wonderful batsman. He's also groomed an all-rounder. You, nice. you can count uh, Shardul as an up and I mean he is improving, no doubt. Mm-hmm. And he has the best thing is Kirti is that he can bowl in a difficult situation because yeah. of his excellent temperament. He has yes, a fantastic yes. temperament. He doesn't mind. You may he may go for a quick run, but he'll come back strongly and take a wicket. So this series, if you see, he has given you right kind of breakthroughs, and he has justified his place in the team. And some people have been very uncharitable in the beginning that who have doubted his character, uh, his his class, uh, without having given him a proper chance. Yeah. so now that he has grabbed his chance i think he is there to stay for a while mm-hmm. uh, as somebody who can earn a place in the team on the strength of his batting and mm-hmm. also on the strength of his bowling so to me shardul thakur has been a wonderful uh, i should not say find of the series but mm-hmm. it's definitely gain of the series no doubt good 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 sir uh, chiru so sir was saying vijay sir was saying we haven't found an all rounder we are looking for an all rounder india has always been struggling to get an all rounder stuff so do you think shardul has answered our questions do you think he can be in the test team for the next 3 years let's say just just say 3 years maybe this world championship cycle you know do you think uh, he has the ability so i believe shardul thakur is more of a bowler than all rounder Mm-hmm. i would like to take it as that way because uh, and i've read an article of gerard kimber where he uh, in a stats way in a stats manner he has put out that shardul thakur isn't uh, a pure batsman and we shouldn't expect every time from him but we should mm-hmm. definitely uh, you know uh, encourage him and maybe give him uh, batting practice a lot mm-hmm. and uh, i i believe he's a perfect spot for number 7 and number 8 when we are playing in pace countries like australia where the bounce is uh, very high and in england of course the swinging conditions but in india uh, when we are playing in the home series which we do a lot uh, i would back uh, jadeja to play at number 7 but i would always uh, uh, put shardul thakur at number 8 so i don't want uh, shardul thakur to be considered as a pure batsman and me be moved up the order to number 5 or number 6 mm-hmm. but he could be uh, when there because he has the ability as vijay sir told that uh, he has the ability to uh, perform in pressure situations which i have seen uh, beat in the ipl or the england india versus england the t20 series which we played uh, earlier this year various you know has made a lot of comeback of and a lot of india innings uh, the bowling side has uh, been dependent on him so in that manner i would believe that shardul thakur can perform at any pressure situation mm-hmm. given that uh, the you know the team management will give him enough practice and i'm sure they will give him so i, I wouldn't expect a lot from him but i would definitely encourage him. i think i think i'll tie into what you said servicing pressure situation you were, you just mentioned he bowls in pressure situations i feel he bowls in thankless situations you know there'll be a time in a test match let's say on a hot chennai day it will be the second session temperature will be 38 degrees humidity will be 85% you want somebody to bowl 20 overs in that fast bowler who is the guy you give the ball to you give it to shardul thakur 
so i feel i you know he is that workhorse role where mai, that typical mumbai attitude saying mai karega mai aake karega mai i don't care what is i'll do it for 20 years if you remember maybe you were really young uh, jason gillespie australia used to do this regularly used to come and bowl unflattering there was a south african bowler called craig matthews who used to do the same thing you know nobody knew who he was but he used to bowl 15 overs in the game you know and keep things under check so good let's let's hope for shardul and the last topic this is going to be quick this is a cricket but a quick question ashwin yes or ashwin no twitter has been exploding for the last uh, two weeks ashwin ashwin no ashwin shashi tharoor has also tweeted saying why have you not taken ashwin so so what what is going on vijay sir what is this avi do we play our best spinner or do we play the best combination that that has to be the question this one mate sorry to interrupt uh, but even my family who doesn't watch cricket who do not watch cricket have said we want ashwin so they do not watch it regularly okay. only uh, <laughs> okay, okay. what do you think yeah but i think this debate is uh, you will have to consider remember uh, what the team management thinks it thinks they want the bowler who is needed uh, it is not always you will get the best because ashwin is the best spinner no doubt uh, and um, i feel very bad that he has to sit out but you have to consider what the team management wants they want four fast bowlers and one spinner and the one spinner that suits their uh, plan is ravindra jadeja so okay. on a pitch which is which will be in future where you will have more help for spinners ashwin will walk in yes. and just see uh, how he's got his big break in the t20 cricket. world cup <laughs> yeah washington sundar is injured so ashwin yes. gets the opportunity and within 10 minutes of the team announcement he tweets the team so <laughs> <laughs> so typical ashwin he is a wonderful bowler no doubt wonderful uh, he served indian cricket very well uh, and i think at some point uh, all the questions raised were right why is he not playing why is he not playing but i think we should also understand the fact that uh, no team management would try to go in with a, uh, with an attack leaving its best bowler out because oh. um, yeah so jadeja was was giving the kind of uh, support they needed uh, as a left arm spinner batsman fielder uh, which they thought was more suited than ashwin which was very sad because uh, ashwin has always uh, uh, you can't say that he is he doesn't belong there he has uh, justified his inclusion always few times he did fail but uh, he's a wonderful bowler and he'll be there around for some time good to hear sir good this debate was like all over twitter and somebody was like shane won never got dropped so i was thinking to myself off spinners have always got the secondary treatment as compared to wrist spinners because wrist spinners have the ability to turn it on glass if you might say yeah but off spinners because they use the fingers it's a little difficult for them to succeed but that's that's really that's really awesome so congratulations to india again we are 2-1 up. i think we have won the series 2-1 uh, that's what we feel now comes to part 2 of the discussion only vijay sir can answer these questions i just have a question sir when two big companies are doing business let's say the bcci and ecb okay before you release a statement won't there be some back office talk let us agree on this you know like two big organizations what is this confusion sir somebody tweets then somebody says no then they come back did they not talk to each other before and agree saying hey guys you know it's not like it's the little chai shop down the road saying i'll just say it, uh, put out a tweet or something this is like two gigantic uh, powerhouses why were they so so not ready for this sir what what do you think insider's perspective no i think it was unprofessional and ultimately if you see the well, the correction came from the ecb mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. We, ecb was the host they they issued a statement it was their priority to issue a statement so and then bcc obviously must have objected that it was not they are not forfeiting the game mm-hmm. and uh, so then the correction came <clears throat> which was again i think very 
I find it very hard to accept. Like you say, they would have discussed, they would have drafted, somebody would have drafted the statement before releasing <laughs> it to the media and then you withdraw it and then say, oh, no, 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 it was an error. Um, maybe a typo or maybe a, a lack of communication. But whatever it is, I think now it is settled. Uh, everybody knows what, what is the actual state of uh, the test match. Uh, it has not been forfeited and was not going to be forfeited. So, BCC had made it very clear. And uh, ECB also understands that, you know, for all future uh, uh, cricket exchanges, they will have to be, they would have to back each other. Because if okay. you see Kirti today, India, Australia, England, New Zealand, right? <laughs> these are the four teams. Yeah. 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 World, world cricket is revolving around these teams as far as test cricket is concerned, sponsorship is concerned. Mm -hmm. uh, have you seen, have you known any Sponsors coming from any of the other countries? No. No, sir. It is, yeah. So it is the BCCI and India's economics, which is driving cricket. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, they will struggle to sustain uh, the same kind of uh, uh, schedule or schedule of games and how the globalization part of cricket, how India has a big contribution. Mm -hmm. So they must have also realized that they cannot take uh, do without India. So it is not that India had bullied ECB. Mm -hmm. uh, it was just an error which which i think we should accept and move on so is this is this fifth test match going to be considered part of this truncated series or is it just a one off test what 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 do you think so what we have read is from what we gather is it will be played at the next available window in england okay oh. yes so this series stands at 2-1 it has not been cancelled okay. or it is not yet over Okay. Uh, the test match will uh, be uh, part of the uh, series. But the, by the way, why would you have a test match? Why do you want to have a test match? No, it's only, fair, it's hmm. only fair that England gets a chance to at least make a comeback and we get a chance to stamp our authority and win 3-1. You know, what yeah, given the, the form, I would have, yeah. given the form, I would have expected India to win. Mm -hmm. uh, how they have come back every time. And it would have been 3-1. Mm -hmm. So, let us wait. It doesn't matter. We can wait for 2022 whenever the match is held. Mm -hmm. And India can go in and beat England in England and make the series 3-1. Good, good, sir. On, on that same question, sir. These are... Nothing shocks us anymore after the last two years. We have seen very, very bad, tough times in the world and COVID and all that. Do you think there's something, some kind of conversation happening that they should start tweaking the series ecosystem for COVID? For example, insurance, tickets of fans who have gone there, people who have flown in to watch the match. Shouldn't the ICC come up with some kind of some mitigation plan? Because you never know. Half an hour into the test series, everyone's ready. You say two COVID positive tests, that's it. So what happens? So do you think there's some talk or there should be some talk about tweaking this, you know, to make it more COVID, uh, uh, you know, for COVID? Kiti, if you see, all these series have been happening world over. Mm -hmm. Some tours have been cancelled. Australia mm -hmm. not going to South Africa. South Africa. You know, India is not playing Pakistan at all now, mm -hmm. uh, anywhere. And how uh, Afghanistan is not going to play the test match against Australia. Mm -hmm. So, all those things will happen. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, it also depends on what kind of insurance you get. Because most insurance companies are not going to accept now uh, COVID as part of it. Because this is very unpredictable. So, mm -hmm. they don't want to lose out on uh, their money uh, yeah. because of the COVID thing. Mm -hmm. uh, otherwise, uh, uh, if you ask me... It has progressed well. Despite the COVID, we have had a fantastic Olympics, mm -hmm. right? Not that a case. Wonderful. So wonderful. Yeah. Yes. And similarly, series have been happening all over. Mm -hmm. uh, One-day tournaments and test matches. So, uh, you will have to accept that this is an unprecedented uh, uh, situation where a COVID case can impact a game. So, uh, you're right about... Uh, Keeping in interest of uh, interest uh, the uh, fans because mm -hmm. they spend they buy a ticket yes. so I'm sure their tickets would have been refunded. Uh, yes. It is not that they're losing mm -hmm. and uh, maybe some people would have suffered losses because they would have booked hotel rooms and you know bought tickets to travel within England or whatever. So that is 
they should that should be taken as 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 part of the uh, uh, unfortunate covid uh, impact i mean that's how i look at it thank you sir so we'll end we'll end today with the last question uh, we'll start with srinath again so srinath what next for india as a cricket team not only test cricket but in general you have a t20 world cup uh, coming up then i just heard we are touring south africa i think in december for three tests and three one days or something like this so what do you think what's next for india uh, are we going to see i have lived through i think three generations of players vijay sir must have lived through i think 10 generations of players so what do you think is the next generation ready are we ready to dominate the world like you know like australia because the raw material is there everything is there the bench strength is there the support staff is there the money is there the board backing is there so what what do you think what's next for india what's next for india is to win the t20 world cup <laughs> they are not going to by the way the west indies will win it <laughs> if you have players who are 6 foot 5 then it's very difficult to bowl to them <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> west indies i think should be the overwhelming favorite for t20 world cup oh they are my favorite sir second in fact my is- favorites are england England is second. For My favorites are England, but uh, I'm just surprised to see no spinner, uh, no quality spinner other than Adil Rashid. But that disappoints me. They don't even have part timers. I don't think yeah. they're part timers too. So. No, Livingstone maybe could have okay. been. Okay. Kiru okay. and Kirti. Uh-huh. If Indian cricket fans watch our episode, they will come after us. we are backing west indies and england to win the world cup and not india sir i backed india <laughs> win the i backed india to win the third test and we lost horribly so i got <laughs> in the opposite direction <laughs> i hope we'll come to the semi final but in in serious um, coming seriously speaking what do you think sir vijay sir are we are we on the cusp of something great do you think we have the core to dominate three formats of cricket t20 you may not dominate it but you might be a good team but the other two formats you know we have everything in our favor and stuff so what what do you think for the next 5 years or so i think kirti if you see the t20 format most of the teams can beat each other on any other day you can't really say that yes, so and so team is the best they are all true. you know there is really hardly anything one over can spin the game change the game <laughs> yes yeah and toi i mean sorry odi is losing popularity in yes. compared to t20 mm-hmm. and but i want i want to see india as a good test team yes. and they have shown enough uh, signs and promise to emerge as the team to watch in the next uh, decade i will say because mm-hmm. our under 19 team strength is damn good uh, the okay. domestic structure, structure is so competitive you will continue to keep producing quality players the national cricket academy is a place where uh, you are producing champion players yes right so yes. i expect india to be a force to reckon with in test cricket in the coming decade very nice sir very nice so we sign off with our last question and we are going to um, look at india dominating the world for the next 5 years hopefully if everyone does what they're supposed to and hopefully they don't bat like our middle order did versus england we should we should dominate the world but thank you again uh, srinath sir and uh, vijay sir uh, it was lovely talking to you and i will definitely call you guys again anytime i need to talk about stuff <laughs> because yes it i don't know sir it makes makes you feel good you know to think about stuff and you know just just enjoy the sport without saying bedi was better than kartik was better than sachin was better than i mean come on you know it is different eras different things so uh, thank you thank you again um, wonderful talking to both of you kirti i'm very very happy to know that you don't like this comparison because when you compare this. you 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 insult one player needlessly i mean i why would i compare uh, mr sunil gavaskar with virat kohli no there was a like you said it was a different era different opposition different state of pitches 
uncovered pitches, no helmet, <laughs> ferocious bowlers. So we, that argument can go on and on and on. But, but like you say, I'm very happy uh, you don't like these comparisons. And so do I. I mean, it, it is not fair to compare. It is just... Sir, it, is, just it, is, it is impossible to compare like a Kapil Dev who bowled on dead pitches. With, yes. With one assistant manager in the team. That's it. There yes. was nobody else. Yes. There was no mental health specialist. Nothing was there. Just you did your work. If you had a problem in the team, you resolved it together and just, just went and did your stuff. But now... <laughs> You got everything. Right. It's very difficult to, you know, compare uh, eras. But uh, yes, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot for joining us. You have a great weekend, sir. I will continue yeah. to follow you on Twitter and read your taste stuff. And uh, um, post star, hopefully, I, if I can find some more issues, stuff which I read in 1991 and stuff. But yeah, really, yeah. really nice to have you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, you. thank you, Vijay, sir. Thank you very much. Thank you very, very much. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. All right, folks. That's it for episode two of the podcast room from Sport Radio AS. Until later. Thanks. <laughs>